1: Welcome to another episode of Lost in Science, and it is not just any Lost in Science this week. Uh, in fact, those two words, science and week, uh, are going to get even closer this week as we are in Science Week in the most uh, least awkward segue ever. Yes, it is National Science Week, is uh, just around the corner or is already here. I can never remember the calendar dates um, because I get too excited to look at my calendar. That's how amazing this is. Um, look, I've got to be honest, every week is Science Week for me, but um, it's nice to share it with the rest of the world. Isn't that right, Claire and Stu?
0: Well, at least we can share it with the rest of Australia. It is National Science Week, Australia, not International Australia. Science Week. Oh.
2: <laughs> it's, I don't think that...
0: But when every week is, is Science Week, then maybe it is International Science Week.
2: Yeah, I don't know if there's an official International Science Week, but... Um, yeah, we, we have national science week every year and it's always in August and here we are in August and what a surprise it's crept up on us again. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we're just going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff going on all around Australia and online as well. I think there's, there's almost as many online events as in-person events this year so and some of them are both so some of the events you can go there if you're nearby or you can you know there's there's different ways there's some facebook live stuff and there's some various other streaming options for all these different events that are coming up uh in science week so it doesn't matter where you are you can you can science your week away
1: (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> so you're going to give us, you're both going to give us a bit of a roundup of what's going around on around the country and around the interwebs for National Science Week. Is that correct?
0: That's right. We thought that we would go as you do, state by state, what things got us excited um, that are happening for National Science Week, which is, I believe, it's the 12th to the 19th of August this year. Uh, but you know, as National Science Week is, it's it's always national science couple of weeks it it, it yeah. really probably
1: should be it's strict to say yeah
0: should be um renamed as that but just to say up front wherever you are uh definitely jump online to scienceweek.net.au and you can see all of the uh all of the events and online events that Stu and I are going to be talking about today Um, And you can check out others because, you know, we're never going to get around to all of
1: them. Great. And uh, I believe this show also, um, for those who may be in Melbourne, uh, we will have a little teaser of our own Science Week event, which is the Lost in Science Trivia Night. Is that correct, Claire?
0: Yeah, I thought I might trial out a couple of Science Week trivia questions on YouTube before I take them to our National Science Week event, which is happening in Melbourne, um, and also means that um, our listeners from outside Melbourne can get a little bit of a taste <laughs> of what the Lost in Science trivia questions are going to be. Um, maybe you'll feel sad that you miss out. Maybe you'll be like, meh. Nah. <laughs> And I'm also excited to see if you guys get it as well.
1: Yeah, well, you know, if um, if we can't get it, I mean, I don't know. We shouldn't be asking
0: the questions.
1: Maybe, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: All
1: right, then on with the show.
2: So uh, I noticed that the theme for schools in this year's National Science Week is glass more than meets the eye. Um, I hope that the copyright lawyers from Hasbro are not going to come down on them like a ton of glass bricks <laughs> for stealing. The... <laughs> yeah. So, you know, more than meets the eye. Uh, as we mentioned in this story from a couple of weeks ago, eyeglasses are not generally made of glass anymore. Um, but other lenses are, but I, I kind of thought glass and eyes should be kind of kept apart. It's not something I think of eyes and glass more than meets. You don't want glass to meet your eye. But anyway, there is an activity book, uh, available free to primary schools and early high school students. And I'll be honest, anyone else who wants to download it from the, uh, national science week website. Um, but it's, you know, for teachers and, and school students full of sciencey stuff to do all based safely around glass and its properties because as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, it is the international year of glass. So that's Mm. the kind of science week, you know, uh, school's theme for the, for the year. Um, such
1: a, such a transparent promotion.
2: (laughs) It's a window into their thinking. Um, there's a whole lot of interesting cool facts about glass and its history in Australia and local glass making, and also a whole lot of information about glass as a sustainable resource, as well, and how it—you know—how it can be recycled, and all that sort of thing. Um, there's also activities for each age group uh, that can be done at schools. Um, so, if you check out the National Science Week website, uh, you can find events as well happening all over the country. So that—that's a schools thing, but there is events. There's hundreds of Science Week events happening all over the country and in various locations and a lot of them online and some of them are even both as I said in the intro so if you can't make it to anything in person you might be able to catch a stream and some of those are interactive as well so you can probably ask questions and all that sort of thing.
0: The best thing I think about having a um, National Science Week sort of booklet online for um, teachers is that if you if you have um, potentially forgotten about National Science Week or um, maybe it's just you know term term three has gotten away from you you can just download it and do something for science week you know it's all there for you the lessons are ready to go um and the activities are there and i think they're sort of targeted specifically to grade levels as well right
2: yeah yeah that's right so there's you know there's there's um sort of early primary school aged activities there's mid-primary school and there's uh you know, year seven to 10 high school stuff as well. Um, so yeah, every, every activity is there for, for different age groups of, of school kids. And, um, yeah, like you say, if, if you, if you've kind of, uh, missed the boat on getting organized, you don't have to, you can just jump on there and grab some stuff and get some science happening in the classroom. Uh, anytime, just grab the, uh, grab the resources from the national science week website. Um, But yes, so there are events going on all over the country. Um, I was going to start in Victoria because that's where I am. So I'm just being a little bit selfish. But there's obviously there's events all over the country. But in Melbourne, like the Melbourne Museum, for example, is bringing a bunch of rarely seen exhibits out of storage to go along with their usual collection. Um, I don't know if you know, they've got the world's most complete triceratops up there at the moment on display for everyone to see, but... The Melbourne Museum has over 17 million items in their collection, so there's not enough. It's a room. lot of
0: items, isn't it? There's not enough room there's to show all, them all there's out. There's just at once, not is enough
2: it? room in that museum, and that's a huge museum. But there's still not enough room to have everything out. So they're pulling out a whole bunch of stuff that's not usually on display. There's you know flora and fauna and all sorts of science, chemi- chemical stuff and space stuff and all sorts of museumy goodness in there. Um, if you want something a bit more practical to do, you can get down to uh, a couple of local libraries, so the Sydenham Library and the Sunshine Library, among others, I believe, and learn how to use a microscope. If you've never used a microscope and you're curious about how to use one, you can get to learn how to do that, and they'll show you how to make your own microscope slides. So you can
0: Fascinating. Yeah, Would you-, you say that's more than meets the eye?
2: Um, well, you kind of have to put your eye pretty close to to get that to meet your eye, but, um, look, if you, if you ever interested in, in microscopy and you've never had a go, um, look that up and, and find your nearest, uh, opportunity to, to have a go because it is fascinating how things look when you blow them up a thousand times under the microscope, you see a whole lot of things that you, uh, will freak you out for the rest of your life probably. Um, Look, it's not just in Melbourne either. Um, in Malacuda you can find out all about the science of flight. So in Mallacoota, there's a, a series of practical activities where you get to build flying machines to look at the, the science of flying, basically. Uh, it looks at lift and thrust and how they work against mass and drag to get things into the air, and you get to build these little things and take them home with you when you're finished. Um, but
1: that- Why is Malacuta doing that?
2: Good sea breezes. I don't know. It helps with the okay. helps with the lift. I guess. Oh wow, Yeah. Um, there is
0: a, um. There is there's an airstrip in Mallacoota.
2: Okay. That's yeah. So probably something to do maybe with, the, with their focus. Um. But yeah, that's just it's happening in Mallacoota. It was almost as far as, as far away as you can get from Melbourne without leaving the state. So I thought that was a good far flung one. But it doesn't matter where you are in the state. Look up on the uh, National Science Week website. There'll be something relatively nearby that you can um check out but there's obviously stuff going on in other states as well is that right Claire?
0: Oh yeah that is right um I'm going to um shimmy across to South Australia because I found some very cool things happening in South Australia for National Science Week um one of the coolest things is happening in the small but awesome town of Corn. um Q-U-O-R-N Corn. so like that
2: like the fake meat product
0: like the fake meat product yeah <laughs> exactly Yep. and it is the corn it's it's sort of near um port augusta corn um big shout out to anyone from corn who's listening to us at the moment um uh, that this is the corn constellation it's a trail of stories in light across regional south australia and it's going to be in corn from the 1st until the 31st of august um and you know, anyone in town, families, whoever you are, you get to experience um, artistic and visionary alternative futures in a science-themed world first. So there'll be five iconic Australian landmarks that transform each sunset in August. Um, and they're, trans- they're transformed by an organisation called, get this, I love it, Illuminart. Which is great. Not Illuminati, Illuminant. <laughs> um, transformed into vibrant, uh, regional projections, and um, become a sort of connected tour of stories in light. So, they're collaborating with regional artists and animators to combine local knowledge, ideas, um, and an epic sort of science fiction play that um will will sort of have all this programmed con- content and a special transmission from the future um, in the first half hour. So I love that idea, um, bringing science and art together and also, um, yeah, some some possible speculative futures in corn.
1: Wow. I've yeah. been worried about that transmission for the future. It could be pretty – I mean, the way things are going, you know, <laughs> I'm not feeling good about that.
0: Well – um, you'll have to get over to corn and see what it is, okay. Chris. Okay. It depends yeah, how it know.
2: depends how far in the future. I mean, it might just be, hey, did anyone see where I put my car keys? Or. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right that's right you never know how far in the future these transmissions are going to be do you
2: no the
0: car keys are incredibly important um and then just down the road uh in port augusta there is a an exhibition at yada Pertley art gallery in port augusta so um this is all about sort of um science and art and culture as well um and And it's a space, this fibre space is a a space for artists across South Australia who meet several times a year to encourage each other Um, and they're going to and they sort of have a bunch of um, uh, different exhibits and different collections all around tactility, convoluted layers and chronesthesia, which is journeys of the mind, past, present and future. So... um, love that that's um well, the future
1: again the future again
0: yeah, yeah yeah all throughout the corn and um, port augusta region um they are combining science and art for national science week there's a lot happening in south australia though so yeah definitely head over to scienceweek.net.au to see what's happening in more um uh, bigger regions like adelaide as well
2: it's it's funny, um, you mentioned the meeting of art and science. In Tasmania, they have uh, the Beaker Street Festival. That's Beaker, B-E-A-K-E-R, which is an annual oh, event. Oh, yeah,
0: that's a very popular one. Yeah,
2: and, and that's kind of all over the place. It's not really in any one location. It's kind of all over the joint. There's events from the Beaker Street Festival, which is exploring the connection between art and science. But there's so many Beaker Street events, it's worth having a look directly um, on the science week website. So if you go to national, uh, national science week.net.au. No, just, just science, science week. Week. Net. .net. Net. .au. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, science week.net.au. They've got all the Beaker street stuff in Tassie. Um, there's also, uh, also in Tasmania, there's the big day of science at the Queen Victoria museum in Invermay,
0: mm.
2: uh, which is near Launceston. Um, where you can try your hand at glass making, so there's a whole activity about oh, yeah. very cool, yeah, making your own That's... making your own glass objet that you can take home <laughs> um, but if your idea of science is maybe um more figuring out how to th- how to make things taste more delicious in the kitchen, you could don your chef's cap and head to the council chambers in Latrobe, which is near devonport in tasmania to find all about find out all about the science of chocolate making and if ever there was an excuse to uh eat chocolate i think finding out about the science of chocolate making is that excuse that you need Uh, not that you really need an excuse to eat oh yeah um but hey i'm just i'm just i'm just interested in the science it's all in the name of science I'm finding it's out in the name of Finding out the science of chocolate and there is a lot of science in it you know there's all about the melting points of various things and combining them in mm, such a tempering. way tempering
1: yeah. tempering is fascinating yeah, yeah mm, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah and and I just I mean I feel very deeply that if you're going to be immersed in science you may as well be eating chocolate
2: at the same time you may as well be dipped in chocolate while you're doing
0: it <laughs> I didn't say dipped in chocolate <laughs>
2: <laughs> immersed in science, immersed in chocolate. Immersed what, in what's science? the difference?
0: <laughs> um,
2: but so that that's all happening in Tassie, but, you know, check out the website. There's there's so many events in Tassie, I could barely squeeze them together, yeah. to be honest.
0: Yeah, Tassie is, there's, there's always a lot happening in Tassie.
1: You're listening to Lost in Science, where Claire and Stu are giving a rundown of National Science Week events around the country and online.
0: Um, I'm going to skip across to Western Australia now because, um, and these are two events that are close to your heart's due. They are events specifically around international year of glass. And I know how you love international year of glass.
2: (laughs) I love love international years of anything to be honest. You do.
0: Yeah. You, you, you do. Um, uh, I wasn't on board with International Year of Glass, but I love to see how people are, t- uh, the different directions people are taking it. And um, in Girawine in Western Australia, around Perth, there's a Preserving and Pickling with Glass Jars. So the Science of Preserving and Pickling with Kath Moller. So she's going to be um, sharing her expertise Um, and, you know, looking at how you can preserve food safely all year round. So there's a lot of microbiology in this as well Um, and how you can just use sort of your normal kitchen equipment to help preserve food. Um, And um, you can use all those pre-loved glass jars. So a little bit of recycling there happening as well. Um, And then the other one that's got me excited is petrology in the pub. <laughs> petrology? Anyone know what petrology uh, is? It
2: would be the study of petrol. No.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to look that one up.
2: Is, no, it'd be the study of, um, of, uh, of earth, wouldn't no. it? Yeah. Earth? Petro. Petra. Petro, as in petrichor and all those things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Soil? Yeah. Mm. Anyway... Um, love it anyway. Petrology in the pub: Geological origins of glass. So the glass that holds our favourite cold fizzy liquids is actually a rapidly cooled molten silica. Uh, so grab a drink chilled in molten silica and <laughs> join us for an immersive space-themed evening um, where where stellar petrologists are going to discuss natural geological processes. That produce volcanic glasses like, like obsidian, obsidian, and um, Pele's hair, which is um, that those amazing stretched glass fragments that you get out of volcanoes as well. Um, so I love that idea of um, drink out of some <laughs> drink out of some glass and then learn about glass. You know, I mean, it's just like the chocolate. If you can bring it back to having a glass of beer, then you're you, you going to get more people involved.
2: Well, I, uh, you know, on that on that theme of uh, of drinking while you learn science in Queensland, there is um, a sort of relaxing Epicurean science experience in Emerald, which is inland from Rockhampton. You can join, you can enjoy wine and cheese while a local uh-huh. artist. Teaches you how to grind and repurpose glass bottles and containers, so you're doing your own recycling. But you're not just you're not just pickling; glass. you're actually altering the the glass <laughs> bottles to to be, you know, artistically uh, brilliant. More, yeah, a m- more more artistic way of recycling than just chucking it in the bin and smashing it up and turning it into more bottles and jars you're actually changing the bottles and jars you've got and she's got different ways of doing that so that event because of the wine that event is adults only but there are actually all ages sessions running on other days which don't include the wine so if you are near emerald you can uh, maybe look up one of the one of the wine inclusive sessions or one of the wine exclusive sessions depending on your age um mm. and uh or you know north of cairns if you're up that way you can find out about what plants the local tropical butterfly species need to grow up big and spectacular um, up in coranda so entomologists from the australian butterfly sanctuary are putting on events um which will explain all about the you know what plants different butterflies feed on and how they need to be looked after to keep the plants alive which keeps the butterfly or keeps the caterpillars alive that then turn into these spectacular tropical butterflies um, which are pretty amazing. If you can't make the trip to Cairns to see them in person uh, that event is going live on Facebook so you can actually look it up and tune in from wherever you might be to, to uh, find out about that um, or you could set your faces to stunned At the Redland Museum where Ruben Meerman is explaining how lasers work and he's putting on Mm. an amazing demonstration of how cool lasers are with an amazing laser light display, which is, you know, he's also explaining optics and photonics and all these physics concepts as well. But also you get an amazingly cool laser light show thrown in as well at the Redland Museum.
1: Fun fact I went to school with Ruben Meerman. You'd...
0: Oh he's the surfing yeah. scientist.
2: Yeah. 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 So Did um you? there you go. Did you go to uni with him?
1: No, no. Just just high school. I think he went to different unis, yeah. 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 <laughs> um
2: well there you go. So that's that's happening in Queensland. Um but yeah oh, again right. again so many events so happening many in Queensland. Look up the National Science Week. Uh look up the scienceweek.net.au dot AU website for more details of where these things are and and what else is going on that might be near you
0: yeah and there's um don't think just because you're in northern territory you're going to miss out there's a lot happening in northern territory in darwin for example uh everyone in darwin head on down to the museum and art gallery of the northern territory Um, you can meet Uh, australia some of australia's megafauna and get, um, get an introduction by a couple of scientists who know that those, uh, those megafauna very well, so Dr Adam Yates and Dr Sam Arman, um, who are paleontologists, and they will take you through a walk through time. You will um, head on into a prehistoric picnic experience and you'll see uh, there's, a, there's a full skeleton, speaking of full skeletons, it's not a um, it's not a triceratops, but it is everybody's favorite bird, the thunderbird, <laughs> the giant thunderbird, Dromornis statoni, to be you know um, to their parents, um, and that and you know you can touch fossils and learn how they're excavated, um, learn all about the excavation and the fossil sites happening. Um, in and around the Northern Territory in Alice Springs as well. Um, so that's that's a fantastic family option. And then if you're a little bit further out, on, Paten- on Elko Island, I found this very cool event um, on Elko Island. So it is animals hiding around Galiwinku, and they're taking the theme of glass more than meets the eye, and inspired them to deliver a series of activities on country that support student learning um, of local fauna that are often cryptic, nocturnal, or just um, a little bit shy. So the local Guma Mafakal rangers are going to support daily field trips for classes um, across schools on Elko Island, and they'll visit different cultural homelands that will provide habitats for um, that provide habitats for a range of different local and feral species. And then the students will um, set cameras and um, do some citizen science while they're out there. So probably not something for um, the general public to attend, but certainly something I was like, wow, that is super cool. I wish I could have done that when I was at school.
2: Um, So in, you know, lots of stuff going on in the Northern Territory in the other territory, the ACT, there's so much science going on. But actually in the ACT uh this year they're rolling out science to all the shopping centres all throughout the Australian Capital Territory. So if you look on the scienceweek.net.au website you'll find that all of the big shopping centres throughout the suburbs of Canberra, there is science stuff going on there which is being rolled out throughout the ACT. Um, The other thing that I thought was really cool, uh, Canberra's known as the bush capital. If you want to know more about the indigenous flora and fauna surrounding uh, Canberra, you can head to walks and talks at the Australian National Botanic Gardens um, to learn about orchids or reptiles and other amazing wildlife right on the doorstep of our national capital if you are interested in that sort of thing. And that just leaves, I guess, New South Wales.
0: They don't like going last, New South Wales. Well, but
2: but that's, to- <laughs> that's why they've called themselves the premier state. They've always got to be first. <laughs> well, we made them last. Well, there you go.
0: We made them last, but that's not because there's not much happening. There's a lot happening in New South Wales. They always punch, um, well, I wouldn't say above their weight because, you know. But anyway, there's a lot happening. So I just wanted to pay homage to one of the great Science Week traditions, which is um, the Sydney Science Festival, which it will be happening in and around Ultimo um, and at the Powerhouse Museum all throughout National Science Week from August 12 to 20. There's so much happening there. There's citizen science. There's, like, science up late for adults. Um, there's talks by, by a whole range of different incredible researchers and scientists all being... Um, um, a lot being moderated by Nate Byrne, um, our favourite weather man um, and and meteorologist and science communicator, of course. Um, some really fascinating talks about how blue carbon ecosystems can capture carbon dioxide 30 to 50 times faster than terrestrial forests can. Um, and it wouldn't be a Science Week event without a NASA, NASA astronaut. <laughs> And they're bringing a NASA astronaut over. So we have Dr. Mary Ellen Webber, who was one of the youngest ever astronauts and who's logged about 450 space hours as a veteran of two space flights. So um, definitely check out all of the things that are happening in and around Sydney. Um, and there's some very cool things happening in Wollongong and Newcastle and Wagga, um that I don't even have time to touch on.
1: Oh, well. Thank you both for this excellent roundup. And as you have said quite a few times, you can find out more by heading to the website, scienceweek.net.au. But that's not all I believe, because Lost in Science has its very own Science Week event, which is taking place on Monday the 15th of August at the Caring Bush Hotel in... Abbotsford. What sort of is that? Abbotsford. 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 Um, It is the return of our uh, favourite... Yearly event, the Trivia Night, um, and Claire, I believe you've got something special planned for us.
0: Well, I, I do. I want to give our listeners out there a bit of a taste of what Lost in Science Trivia sounds like, at least the questions that I write. Um, slash, I just want to see um, where you're both at with, you know, whether you know the answers to my questions, because I'm not going to be able to um, uh, ask you on the night because you gonna have the answers. So here we go. I'm going to give you some questions and I want you to know. I, 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 I want you to tell me if you know the answer. Okay? Are
1: we, are we competing against each other? Is this.
0: Um, yeah, of course. I mean, it's,
1: it's <laughs>
0: trivia. There's no, there's no. So we'll trivies. just raise our hand oh. if we know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Raise your yeah, hand
1: right. if there's you know no, the answer. There's okay. no I in trivia. I've, it's no, only two.
0: a few questions. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> I, I. It's only a few questions. Okay, so okay. the first one, which is one of my favourite questions for Lost in Science Trivia, I, it's always, um, you know, ologies that I don't know. And we had a petrology before, which none of us knew, so maybe that'll go to Lost in Science Trivia. But this one is, what is areology the study of?
1: Can you spell that for us?
0: A R E O L O G Y, areology. Aerology. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick, 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 tick. Um, I don't think either of you know, do
1: you? Is it areas?
0: And it is not areas, Chris, okay. good try. It's, do you know? I was going to say, is it
2: guess? areas as well? So <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> good thing we're not I on the same trivia team.
1: I don't lose points for getting it wrong, yeah.
0: Okay. It is the study of Mars. So while oh. Mars um, was a Roman god of war... Um, and he gave his name to the planet. His Greek counterpart is Ares. Ares. Um, and he donates his name to the scientific study of the red planet.
1: So are you saying here that the study of Venus would be Aphroditeology?
0: <laughs> I don't know. But that is pretty cool if it is. Yeah, Yeah. It is very, very cool. And then another one of my favourite ology questions is: What is melissopaleonology, the study of melissopalaeontology?
2: Is it the study
1: of old honey?
0: Ooh, Chris, do you have a guess?
1: No, no, I was thinking of Sarah Palin and maybe you know (laughs) one of her relatives. Or is it is it the study of amber?
0: It's no, no. It's it's
1: the study of honey. Yeah, right. It's the study oh, of well, honey. that's you.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew Melissa was Greek for honey, so
0: yeah. And um, the European bee is Apis mellifera. Yeah. So you know you've got a bit of bit of that in there. There you go. Well done, Stu. Okay, you get one point. Um, and um, I'm so very sorry, Chris. But that's right, that's um, right. you get you get zero. I think we can leave it there. (laughs)
2: Is that it? I just I just I win. I win. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Stu wins trivia. Excellent. Well, um I you know, I might not be turning up to trivia now as a (laughs) result of that uh, outcome. But um look the rest of you can have a good time. So come along if you if you feel so inclined, or um maybe you'll be lucky enough that Claire will read out some questions on a future show and um baffle us all. Don't forget, it is also a fundraiser, so you are
2: keeping helping keep Lost in Science on the air as well, and, and 3CR as well. So please do come along if you are free on Monday the 15th of August.
1: And that's it for another episode of Lost in Science. Lost in Science is recorded for 3CR in Melbourne on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And it airs across Australia on the Community Radio Network with the support of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We would love you to get in touch with us. You can email us at lostinsci at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook where Lost in Science on 3CR or on Twitter where we're at Lost in Science 1. You can find us on your favourite podcast app where if you get the chance, please give us a good rating and review as that will raise us up in the search rankings, so other people can find the science. Or you can listen to us however you listen to us now where the same time every week, Claire, Stu and Chris get Lost in science. Science! Thanks for
0: listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.